Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Spilled Words. My name is Wamboi. Thank you for taking the time to listen and grow with me through this platform. In this episode, we're going to shake things up. You're going to hear me talk naturally. Uh, this is also very difficult for me, FYI. I usually have a script. I read it. I edit it. I produce it. It's it's always so structured. And so me not being structured is actually way out of my comfort zone. But we're going to get through it. Um, I'm going to talk about the whole podcasting journey a few questions i've gotten on and off social media lately and um yes this is going to be the last episode of season one so i'm a little excited because season two i'm trying to do things way more differently and i i can't wait to see where that goes as well but another funny thing is that i had said to myself when i started in april if you ever get to episode 10 at whatever point you get to episode 10 if it's three months down the line per the strategy that I had or two years down the line because uh, procrastination, fear, all that good stuff. Whenever I get to that point, I had told myself that you would have killed it. That was my goal, like no joke. I know people will release episodes every week, but I had said 10 episodes, you've crushed it. And we're on episode 10, so hallelujah. This episode, we're just gonna rant and talk about a few things here and there. I really hope you enjoy this episode. Let's start with a fun fire round with facts about me. What's my astrological sign? I'm a Pisces. I was born on February 27th. My two core values are faith and courage. My passion is serving others and fulfilling my purpose. The breakfast of choice is always going to be cantaloupe, boiled eggs, and a giant good cup of coffee. And I'm not saying Starbucks or some random K-cup. I'm talking a good brewed French press pour over of Java coffee, Malawian coffee, Ethiopian, something that is going to make my brain freeze. I love that. My worst habit is procrastination and doubting myself. My biggest strength is seeing the best in everyone I meet. My weaknesses are in no particular order, Sephora, Zara, wine, basically things that will drain my bank account. My current favorite reads of 2020, this one's hard because I have so many, but I will say The Daily Stoic by Ryan Holiday. I'm still reading through this. Roxane Gay's Bad Feminists, exceptional essays. She's such a good writer. I thoroughly enjoyed that book. And Tanahisi Coates, We Were in Power for Eight Years. Another ridiculously good book. If you're wondering where the name Spilled Words came from, I will start by telling you it was not easy. It took me weeks to even come up with titles, like different type of titles I wanted for the podcast. And it was only until a week before my first episode was released that I knew for sure, for sure that this is the name I'm using. I had the most random titles and I'll read them for you because they're ridiculous. I had The Zone, Story of My Life, Notes from the Past, Holy Confidence, The Friend Zone, like what is that? The story zone, what is that? I went as low as to have Hakuna Moscato. So I really struggled finding a good one until my sister suggested, why don't you just do something related to words that spilled words came into um, my mind and I loved it and that's what we used. I also wanted to talk about why specifically this platform. I just wanted to tell stories, mine and others. And it was never just fully my stories because I don't think I'm that interesting a person, but 
The other sad thing that I also think about is when we were growing up, we were exposed to such few African writers and we have such exceptional African writers. And we have been exposed more to the English world and the Western writing than we have to ours. And if you think about your childhood, if you are around my age listening to this and with a similar upbringing to mine we were exposed to the same writers Ngogi Wathiongo, Chinua Achebe, Meja Mwangi, Margaret Ogola, who else? Um, I'm blanking on her name, Mudoni Likimani. There's very few African writers you can think of and it's not because they didn't exist or they weren't writing such good stories but we were just not exposed to them. My goal was always simple just to have a platform where good African stories are told by good African people beautifully. That's it. Another question I see a lot is what kind of microphone, laptop, or whatever editing tool do you use? And I, first of all, will say that it doesn't matter. I went on Amazon. I got the cheapest microphone I could find. I got the cheapest shock mount and pop filter, and that's it. And they don't even work that good because sometimes you still hear sounds in the back and I have to re-record. And I use the editing app that is in my laptop. The thing that I had to do was to go on YouTube. I spent hours on YouTube watching how to edit, learning how to edit. I listened to so many podcasts, especially storytelling ones, so I could learn how people are creatively telling stories, how I could make mine sound just unique, but also as a good sound quality. I had to teach myself every single thing and really is not about the resources. I don't think the resources should limit you. For me, it was proving myself wrong. It doesn't matter if my microphone is what, 12 or $15, I will make it work. The thing about sound and voice and audio and video, you can always be better. You can buy a better microphone for your YouTube or a better camera. It can always be better. But the point is you have to ensure that you're building your craft with what you have. And down the line, you will buy that $600 microphone or $600 camera if you want to. But for now, just go ahead and work with what you have. If you also do not have like a, a, a MacBook and you're like, oh, I don't know how to do it. There's tons of videos on non-Apple product editing that I even watched myself on YouTube and that should not be an excuse. Some of the lessons I've learned through podcasting started even before I even had the podcast. Podcasting did not come naturally to me. Like I never thought to myself, oh, I'd be an excellent podcaster. But I had to go through so much of doubt and fear. And if you've listened to episode one, I've talked about this in length. The one book that had really, really, and has really, really helped me through this process has been Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. I recommend this book to anyone. I talked about the idea of having a podcast for so long. And I think sometimes we talk about something so much that you feel like you've worked on it. Like you've talked and talked and talked that you feel like you've worked and worked and worked and yet you've done nothing. And he says something and I'm probably going to say it wrong because he says it so nicely. After spending so much time talking about a task, we start to think that we've gotten closer to achieving it. And then when something gets tough, we feel like we can toss the whole project aside and yet we haven't even done it. And that is something that really convicted me because I consistently talked about it and I thought, oh, if I take a break, then it's valid. And yet I hadn't even touched a thing. I truly had to get out of my head to take a step and to do something. And that's why I started the podcast. And then getting through fear was something that I still get through every every single episode I release. I'm like, uh, no, 
maybe I should have done this a little bit more or this a little bit more, which goes back again to say it can always be better, that's for sure. But as long as you've given every single thing 100%, then you're doing something right. I think we currently live in a world that is constantly telling us to sell a personal brand. And you'll see this a lot on Instagram where everyone is like, tell a story with every single post. Be authentic. Be vulnerable in your posts. While it may not be a necessarily bad thing and it could work for some people, it does not work for every single person. It's more so a constant pressure to tell a story in order to, to sell our talent and it's hard to tell where the line separates our fiction from reality. It's hard to tell where the line separates how much can I tell and how much can I keep to myself because for me I think privacy is still something that I hold value to as much as I'm telling stories about myself. So I really struggled with that and I think I still do struggle with that. I want to get to a point where I'm comfortable with all of this. We don't all have to do it the same exact way. We can always just find a way to make yourself, one, comfortable with yourself, two, true to yourself, and three, authentic with your craft. One last question was, what inspires you every day? If you asked me this question last year or earlier this year, I would have gone on a rant of how, one, travel, because you get to see new places, new cultures, new everything. Two, meeting new people, like social events. I loved going on social events because then you get to meet people, you get to hear their stories. Those things inspire me a lot. Three, I would have said something like concerts because you get humbled by how one person can attract millions of people. There were so many things that inspired me. But the, the beauty of 2020 is how humbled we've become because of what the current situation has forced us to be. And this year, one of the greatest lessons too I have learned is how extraordinary magic is woven through ordinary life. So now I would answer that question and say that I get inspiration from my day-to-day -day things. Like when I walk around the block and I get time to think or when I get to talk to my neighbor or my colleague at work or my patient, that inspires me. People's creativity this year especially has also inspired me a lot and I'm, I'm getting inspiration from such ordinary things. So look around you. There's inspiration everywhere. You just have to be open to see it. Whatever you want to do. Impossible is not an option. Impossible is just a big word we throw around to kind of discourage others and ourselves. And I also think impossible is just an opinion. You can do whatever you want to do. There's nothing that's oversaturated. There's room for you in whatever thing you want to do. Thank you once again for listening to this episode and every single episode this season. It doesn't matter if you've listened to only one or all 10. It means the entire world to me. Every single time I get a message from any one of you, my heart grows three times the size it's been. And I am convinced that I don't even need to chase extraordinary recognition of success because I have you. And I'm so grateful for you. I just want to give everyone a nice and tight hug. I think every single time I want to stop, I'm reminded by someone so random and I'm talked back into it. Cannot wait to come back for season two. But thank you, thank you, thank you. And I can't wait to see you again on the next episode. Bye.